All right, here we are. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Look who's here. This is such a treat. Yes. <laughs> who yes. are you? Well, first off, um, <laughs> yes, Andy says we can hear you. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks, <laughs> Which Andy. Which we were figuring it out as we went. <laughs> Thanks, Andy, the one person watching right now. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got it, right? Yes. I think you can see us and hear us now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On YouTube. Yeah. It's an it's an it's a new after party. Yeah. I'm excited. We've been having different people join us for conversations and tonight's Kevin Morse night. Hey everyone. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey, it's Kevin. This Andy. I'm, I like I I've been talking all day that like this is a talk show. I know. Like a late night talk show. Yeah, tell And I'm so This has excited. been in your head for a while. You you've seen oh, yeah. after party. As... I've always thought it was <laughs> That I've always just thought it was a talk show. <laughs> and then when I said it to you, you were surprised that I called it a talk show. And I was right. like, well, what, what is it? Right. <laughs> it's a late night talk show. Because <laughs> it's 8 p.m. Yeah, it's 8 p.m. And that's like late for me as a parent, <laughs> which is weird. I love it. <laughs> well, uh, we have Kevin Borst with us. And I think this is delightful. We're going to talk about Sunday. We're going to talk about your work here. Mm. We're going to talk about your history Good. <laughs> All kinds of things. So let's begin by giving people a bit more of an introduction of who you are. Okay. So I think people will be like, oh, <laughs> that guy, if they haven't worked totally. with you on one of your teams. Yeah, because I think I, I work closely with a lot of people. Yes, and a lot. I, and I feel lucky to do that. But then I don't know if people hear from me very often. So this is why I'm so excited that I know, you're but I'm here. on the talk show. <laughs> the late night show. Uh, yeah, the late night show. <laughs> So I wondered, Kev, if you could tell the people, tell the people okay, okay. Uh, an introduction of yourself. Okay. But like, let's do like a top five, top seven, top 10, you know, what, what yeah, number like, is not too overwhelming to be like, here are the top eight things about Kevin Force. Yeah. Let's, let's not put a number on it. <laughs> Cause I don't know. <laughs> oh wait, the chat is talking about like, are we going to talk about politics? <laughs> and... I'll, I'll I'll throw it out there that no, because like I mean this is the beautiful irony of it's pretty ironic. after party tonight yeah. is that there's a huge political moment happening right now. But right now, like <laughs> I can't see what the results are as they're changing. No, I'm pretty into it. Of all the people on our team. Yeah. It's possible that Kevin is the least into. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm probably the most disconnected person from politics. <laughs> and I like to think of it as like a really good thing. Okay. In my life. <laughs> you want to give your pitch? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just a wild world out there. And I'm okay with that. Okay. So, okay. so um, Dennis in the chat, uh, just responding to you about the politics. No, we're not <laughs> going to talk about politics. Wait, Cam's here? Oh, yeah, Cam's here. I, I invited Cam out tonight. Yeah. Cam, Cam's, Cam's in the live here. chat. Um, he's, he's pointing out my... Um, okay. Yeah, so I brought this. This is point number one. Right. Okay, point number one okay. is I really like Toy Story. Um, what do you love? What do you love about Toy Story? I'm a, I'm a big animation fan. Uh, I was about to use the word nerd, and I was like, I don't know. That doesn't seem right. Just fan is fine. <laughs> fan is fine. Um, and... I have a daughter named Millie, yeah, and she's like one, a little over one, yeah, 
Um, and my wife Alyssa goes here too. She sings sometimes. Am I supposed to be counting these points? These are the points about maybe, you. Maybe that was all one point. Oh! Because that was family. <laughs> a toy Story is your family? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so point number two okay. is about my family. Okay, okay. Uh, point number three, entirely separate. I have a dog. Yes. His name is Max. Well, and this is kind of funny because you didn't really see yourself as a dog person. I'm going to be it honest. It was interesting Bobby, yeah. to kind of journey through that. So, <laughs> so I, 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 for those of you that don't know, Bobby does not like dogs. Um, <laughs> no, and thanks, I was like Bobby. <laughs> right. Like I was honestly maybe more extreme. Like in You think? Well, I don't know. But I was like, I, I, I don't know if I was like afraid. Just like not comfortable. Oh. And Cam in the live chat can attest to this, like with their dog. <laughs> uh -huh. Never fully comfortable. And I mean, then, Cam has a pretty big dog, doesn't he? I'm intimidated. No, it's no. not that big? Max, my dog's bigger. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why. I just picture Cam and Laura's dog as like <laughs> out in the woods. Oh, it's definitely like an outdoors dog. Um, and... Oh, so sorry to Alyssa's point there. She said <laughs> that she is the second point. Max gets his own point. Well, maybe I should bring Max into the family point. But Alyssa does say, but Max is the best. Uh, Max is a massive, a big, like 75, 80 pound dog. Uh -huh. And and I just, he's like the dog I thought I'd never had. Oh. And here we are. And I love him. <laughs> Alyssa and I always talk about how much we love Max. Millie goes to bed and we're like, Max, come cuddle. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a dog person. That's weird to me. No, totally. And a previous version of me would have been really weirded out by that too. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so where are we at in the points? We've got family points. We've got pet points. We've got yeah. favorite film points. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit about your work here. Um, okay, so... Uh, wait, so Alyssa in the chat is just saying oh, that okay, she wants Alyssa. to get a shout out <laughs> to Max and Ralph, so my dog and Cam's dog. So here's a quick shout out, a couple of good pups. Okay, so moving on. Also, I think Alyssa should take over this role. She could just oh, no. Alyssa will just like be that co-host. <laughs> She's like the yeah. Muppet. <laughs> the Muppet. <laughs> Old man. Alyssa, we love you. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, okay, my job here. Yeah. Okay, let's take a, a, a turn here. Um... So I've worked here since the beginning. This is right. Like this is the beauty of this story. Okay. <laughs> I just carry on. No, no. <laughs> You've been here since the beginning of yeah. Commons. Yeah. yeah. And I think like what is it? Me and Jeremy. Mm -hmm. And like Colette mm -hmm. has been around. Yeah. Um uh, since the beginning and I worked with Jeremy previously and so that so start start just talking about what you do now and then we're going to talk about a little bit more backstory. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. What I do right now, um, I mean, I don't know about job titles, but yeah, like... Yeah, you had like a creative... Yeah, so I maybe I think of my job title maybe a little differently than what like it says on paper. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> We're not really big around about titles around no, here anyways. No, yeah. but what I love about like, I like you know, worship pastor, right? But for me, I like just the term of creative arts right. and, and creative. Right. It's because that to me encompasses more. Okay. If not... Okay. Um, so in, in the past, people would hear... Like a wor you'd be like a worship direct, a worship pastor. Yeah, and you prefer creative arts. I prefer creative just because it's just like um, worship is like what we sort of can do with the cre creativity. Oh. But to me, it's like the 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 
the sort of idea of creative, it like encompasses all the people and yeah. who do the work. And, and what we do in church is very creative. Like, so what I get to do at church is I get to work with really awesome teams and those teams pull off amazing creative things. So the production teams who work in the booths uh, on Sunday for sound, uh, video, lighting, live streaming, all those things. And I get to work with all the musicians. Um, in the past, I've worked with uh, pre-COVID. I've worked with uh, set design people. Right. And um, we've done songwriting. We've done all that kind of stuff. And that, to me, is like what I'm super mm. passionate about. Is I mean, that line that you said, like, worship is what we do yeah. with the creative, like that. <laughs> Kevin Borst, everybody. That's it, right? Kevin there for Borst. Me. So what I'm most <laughs> interested in is 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 partnering with creative people. Uh, that's what, that is like, that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I want to spend my time doing. And that's what I try to spend my time right. doing as much as I can. Like when I get to work, like you've seen this, I get to work with like uh, one of our incredible volunteers on just like a project or something. Yeah. You know, um, and trying to, trying to help people see um, their creativity as a God-given and something that is, can be used here in the church yeah. to really bless people. Right, right, right. Um, but then, so then there's the, I work with the people who pull off the creativity, yeah. but then I also help try to lead our church in the direction of for liturgy and worship right. and that experience. But to be honest, I spend way more time thinking about the those people pulling it off because yeah. that has a, an impact on what our worship experience is here. Right. Like that's what I really think about. I mean, it's really cool to hear you talk about sort of like the thoughts behind the work that I see you do all the time. It's really, really neat. I mean, you're deeply thoughtful and you're also like much more strategic sometimes than I'm like aware of. Like there's a lot of like thoughtfulness that goes into your work. You're not just like pulling songs and plugging chords into walls. Yeah. You know, you're like So my, my really, brother, Colin, yeah, who so might be watching, he has this joke that I just wrap cables. That's it. Wrap cables. Like, That's it. We'll be like, how's work today? And I'm like, oh, it's good. You know, and he's like, he's like, oh, you did more than this. Like wrapping a cable. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. That's a good joke. <laughs> it's ongoing. <laughs> Years of it. Okay. So let's talk. So you've been a part of Commons since the beginning of Commons. Yeah. Uh, I mean, where do, what kind of question do I want to ask about that? Like, did you see... I mean, okay, COVID is a very different reality yeah. than any of us could see coming. Right. But, you know, maybe before COVID hit, like, did you ever kind of look around and, and be like, whoa, I can't believe this is what it became or is becoming? Yeah. I f like, has it surprised you, the yeah. journey of, like, planting commons? Totally. Yeah. And I think it surprised me in terms of, like, I, we've become so much more than maybe even my imagination was, right. which is so awesome because if it was just dependent on my own imagination, it wouldn't go super far. And so I think it's cool just to see that it's become more than I think any of us imagined. And this is what's cool about working with Jeremy is like, it, it's been something that it was on his heart for a long time, like when, before we planted and he wanted, he just wanted to do it. And it was like one year I sat in his office and he was like, so we're going to do this. And I'd only been working with him for like, like not even a year. I feel like we need to give people a little more context. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, cause it's so wild to me. Sometimes I yeah. forget like how far back just the two of you go. Yeah. So let's like back it up okay, a little okay. bit. So let's give people a little more like, where were you? What were you doing? 
were you even out of high school? Let me back this up a long ways. Let's hit up 2008. Okay. okay. So in 2008, I spent a year, I lived in Australia. Right. And I went to uh, a, a school of ministry down there. Yeah. And I studied worship for a year. Yeah. And, okay, so while I was there, this is how I found Commons. So my, actually both my brothers kind of went to Westside, which was the kind of thing before this. Um, and my brother Colin was going there. And I, while I was in Australia, I started listening to the podcast from, oh. of, for Jeremy. Okay, okay. In Australia. Oh, wild. Okay. And I listened to it every week for like half a year. Okay. And I knew while I was there that when I got home, I was going to start going to that church. Okay. And it had nothing to do with working there or anything like that. I, just, I yeah. knew I wanted to go there. Okay. So then I got home and the first, um, the first Sunday that I was back, I started going there and that's where I started going. Okay. 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 And so then, and you were, so you're in training to yeah. work with worship and church yeah. work. That was like, you had that in your sights. I, so I've had that. You were in, like 10 years old or what? Yeah. <laughs> literally grade nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, it's very clear for me. Okay. That's when it was. And it was a, um, a, a very clear calling for me. And so then I wanted to go study, um, and Michael in the chat is asking, was it Hillsong Church? It was Hillsong Church that I studied at, um, which was awesome for like just learning very practical side of worship arts. Mm -hmm. And then when I was there, I knew that I knew I wanted to get like deeper theological training. So I went to Ambrose. Yes. That's where I met my awesome wife, Alyssa. That's right. Another shout out for Alyssa. Alyssa, what's up? Girl? <laughs> okay, so. Girl. Did you just say that? <laughs> oh, you don't know what kind of things come out of your mouth when you're like live, okay? I mean, uh... You don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually here. Yeah, I think you know more than I do. Although with my Instagram stories. Anyways. Oh. Um, so oh, so great. okay so I met Alyssa at, in in at Ambrose University here in Calgary. Yes, um, we both were super passionate about worship, mm -hmm. and Alyssa says bridal college in the chat. No. Oh. Um, so so anyways, so uh, I started going to Ambrose, and I knew I really wanted to, I I really wanted to like get a job in worship, but mm -hmm. in my mind I was like it has to be when I graduate. Like it had, it was just like this thing. Hmm. It's like, I have to finish this part of my life. Okay. Okay. And then I have to start that. Okay. And Jeremy, offer, Jeremy offered me a job. Okay. And I debated it. Oh, And Alyssa was like, you are crazy. Wow. She was like, you have to just, you have to take this. Yeah. Like this is your opportunity. Like she was just like, you have to do this. Yeah. And so then, because I was like, I know, but I should really just like finish school up first. Which in my mind, I'm so glad I listened to Alyssa. Right. She's so smart. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> um, so then, so then, okay. So then I, I, I said, okay, okay, Jared, let's like, let's do this. And it was super part-time at the time. Um, and it was very just like limited to like music. Okay. Okay. And then just slowly, and this is the incredible thing about working with Jeremy. He gives you a little more and more. Okay. Right. Yeah. And. And I don't know. I just take it. I mean, I do too. But like at that I was like, point, give me more. At and that point, says, I was okay. like an eighteen-year-old. I'm just like I was older no, than that. Great. But you know it's what I mean. Uh, so then, so then, yeah, worked with Jeremy, and and then and then we just started talking about uh, planting as a as a as a board and, yeah. and as a church, and right. then then common started to kind of come to Yeah, me. so so you have this conversation with him and he's like yeah. we're doing this like yeah. and the pronouns are like we like this is a yes. thing that we're this doing not like, like I'm going maybe no. you'll 
he was like, you're coming with me. Yeah, and yeah, it was, yeah, I guess I never really questioned if I had a job or not. I just assumed it, now that you mentioned it. <laughs> because of the way he was probably talking about it. Right. But you could see it. Like, the vision yeah. was being shaped, and it was being shaped in front of you, kind of yes. also in the spaces between you. Yes. It. You were like, oh, yeah, I see myself And it, it, it just felt like, so I think what that church was I think that they did that for over 10 years and this just felt like the natural next step. Right. Um, especially the idea of being Sunday morning because at the time it was Sunday nights, ah. which just excluded so many people from being part of church. And right. that just like didn't make sense right. to us. So then uh, we started on the journey of looking to plant and it was a, it was about a one year process. Right. And it's really interesting actually. And in that one year, it was just so cool the way that um, Jeremy and the board led this whole thing. We put together committees for all the different areas, like kids and everything. And then, um, I mean, I don't know if we need to get into it, but then we met another church that wanted to merge with us. Right, right. And that and, was an incredible And if thing. you don't know all that story, take First Steps. Yeah, First Steps. <laughs> first Steps is the place for that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's great. Uh, so you've been here for, I mean, how long would you say you've been a creative arts worship pastor? Like... How long is that now for you? Well, how long has Commons been in existence? Because seven uh, years, right? I can't remember. Yeah. So like maybe like eight years of my life. <laughs> That's so before. wild. Yeah. Oh, so wild. But this is like my first ministry job, technically. Wow. Like I've but never... it's like had all these different chapters and sort of like, it's kind of morphed. Yeah. Yeah. And you've, and it's given you space and then you grow into it and it gives you more space and you grow into it. Totally. Which is really beautiful. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it, and one of the amazing things, and I, and I know you'd agree with me on this is like, like the the way that we get to do our jobs here is we get so much um, leadership in our areas mm -hmm. to kind of design it the way that we want to design it. Right. And that's been really fun. Yeah, it, it definitely had that kind of startup vibe of totally. like, oh, you want to do that thing? And Which for my first ministry job, <laughs> it's super it's like rad. a golden ticket. Yeah, it's like, let's <laughs> <just> do this. <laughs> that is great. Um, I mean, oh, I love working with you, Kev. Oh, it's a blast working with you, Bobby. I know, it's great, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, but it, I've also watched you welcome people as new people have joined our team. And uh, at, at being someone who did that a while ago now. <laughs> yeah, totally, because staff know, has changed a lot I since mean, I started Yeah, here. exactly. Yeah. Although, like, once people get here, you know, we've kind of, like, they lock Hang in for quite for a while. while. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like we have a lot of transition. Yeah. But being here now in my fifth year, I guess, uh, I've watched you welcome people so, so well, which I think is a really lovely thing about who you are and how you work is that you've been a part of this thing, you know, since before it was a thing. Right. And you still welcome the new personalities, the mm. different sort of sets of gifts, the different voices. Mm. And have really, I've felt really supported um, by you and that uh, sort of like me coming to the city and coming to this team. But then I've watched you like offer that kind of hospitality and space for people. Mm. And sometimes I think if you've been around for so long, I just love that this isn't you at all to be like, who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, that's not that's not who we are. I mean, I'm like, pretty lucky that like the people that have come in here. You like them. I like them. <laughs> right. They're pretty rad people right. that we get to work with. Right. So I feel pretty lucky. Right. That's it. It's been easy to do that. Right. But, I but it's that. a beautiful thing about you, so I'm grateful. That. Thank you. Um. So let's talk a little bit about Sunday. Okay. Uh, so yeah. you have worked with Jerry. You've been listening to Jeremy's sermons longer than most people have. Yeah. I mean, maybe somebody will come at me <laughs> in the live. 
chat oh, and be like, oh, I mean, no. Andy in oh, the live Andy. chat probably yeah. a little longer than I have. <laughs> right. but... Oh, they're bringing up like round table stuff. Oh, yeah. They, people things, love that round tables <laughs> from our <laughs> Uh, but again, you've been listening to Jer's teaching for a yeah. long, long, long time. So we are going to talk a bit about the sermon on yeah, Sunday and what sort of stood out to you. But from your perspective, right, of having like heard Jer teach, yeah. you know, similar text, the same text for a long time. I- I've heard the same sermon a few times. <laughs> really? Well, no, I won't get to that. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, t- October 2007. Yeah, I this one. No, surprisingly, that hasn't happened very often. <laughs> uh, totally. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, of course. So we were in the final. Yeah, this is it. I was going to say episode. No, no, no. The final sermon yeah. of our Strange Exchange series, yeah. which was about uh, the question, do you love me? Yeah, fascinating question. Fascinating question. Yeah. So where, what do you want to talk about? I mean, I want to start with, uh, yeah, I want to bring us back to, to, <laughs> to Disney because I want to talk Wait. about, well, hold on. I want to talk about Jeremy's uh, Disney reference, That's which okay. I'm not sure if you caught. He oh. said, he said something about yes. let it go. Yes. And it was, was a frozen like, reference. There was a frozen reference in there. And I was <laughs> and like, was I have to bring this up in after party. <laughs> What did he say? Do you remember the quote? Uh, well, he's talking about like Jesus talking to Peter, saying you got about forgiveness, and yeah, forgetting. or just letting go mm-hmm. of of something you've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think so, yeah, there's, there's a, a song about. I was kind of hoping like it'd be like a deeper cut of Disney stuff, yeah. but you know, like not <laughs> so. But Jeremy can work on that. <laughs> I'm sure he's I'll taking help notes. Him. I'll help him. I'll help him. <laughs> Anyways, interesting no. question, though. Yes, do you love me? And the sermon did this sort of uh, like backstory of Peter and Jesus's interactions, like yes. sort of like a, a snapshot of this situation, a snapshot flashback of, of yeah, what flashback. happened at the beginning Great. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then bringing us to this encounter that they have yeah. where Jesus asks him three different times. He asked Peter a few different times, do you love me? Yeah. Do you love me? Do you love me? What so. do you think of that question? I mean, like when I first heard that mm. question... It is a very intense question. Right. Do you love me? Yeah. Like, what were your first thoughts when you that's heard that? That's a really, that's a great question, Kev. Um, I have to give it a little more thought, I think. I mean, it seems to, it seems like right at the start, it cuts to like the heart of the matter. Yeah. But then, you know, because we know these stories so well that it's not just once the question is asked like which, a second time and a third time. Which makes it even crazier. Which is wild. Like you think right away, whoa, like that's a, that's going to get, like that gets to the heart of the matter, but then it takes these, it's like a refrain. Yes. That is, it's. And it changes slightly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the like Jer walked us through the language. Yeah. So it goes from large language about love, agape. Yeah. To much more like interpersonal brotherly love yeah which was really interesting to walk that out in you and and as he said on sunday it does this uh you you you, people have been wondering about this for years and years and years like scholars have been like why wouldn't it go the other way why wouldn't it start with the particular do you love me and then go to kind of the cosmic universal agape love yes why is it flipped over so i mean we can talk about that but um what what were your thoughts about the question is like is like i feel like because jesus is asking peter that question Mm -hmm. i feel like i would ask jesus like i would be the one asking like when it when i read that i was like I was like, but God, do you love me? Oh. Like, you know, which, uh, which, you know, when you carry forward, you yeah. can realize kind of Jeremy said, like, 
you know, God is actually affirming right. his love for Peter. Right. It gets, it gets particular. That's what the reversal of yeah. cosmic to brotherly. It's almost as if Peter was the one asking that question. But um, so that's, that was interesting to me because mm. I can't imagine asking God. That makes God me, asking me right. that question. Like, it makes me think about the songs we sing. Okay, yeah. a bit like that. They're they're so, like maybe they're not literally phrased that way, but sometimes it feels. <laughs> what do I want to say here? <laughs> Just talk it out. Is, yeah. Is there this sort of like desperation to? Yeah to feel loved by God. Yes. Sort of like, again, maybe that's not, those aren't the literal words, but is there... Like you're reaching. Yeah, you're reaching, reaching, yes. reaching. I want to have this assurance yeah. of the love of God. Yeah. It sort of makes me think about the songs feeling kind of needy. Yes. <laughs> I, need Which, to, like, I need to know. <laughs> I mean, in the 90s, right. they really got, or like early Ooh, 2000s, right? like they really got into that. Can you think of an example? I mean... <sighs> I don't know, but there's just like, especially from the nineties, like some of the songs got so intimate, yes. which, which I actually which am that... seeing a resurgence of, mm. which I'm like very we feel interested in that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, there's some, there's some songs coming out that are, that are kind of bringing back that intimacy in an, in a new way. But because there is like this story right. that we're talking about, right. like there is that intimacy that can be between us and God. Mm. Um, in a corporate setting, it's interesting to sing that together. Ooh, and I think, interesting! I Kev. think that in the in the '90s, it was weird a little bit. And, and we're kind of talking we can... about that, like Jesus is your boyfriend. Yes, that people would kind of make fun of a little bit. Totally. On cer in certain and circles. And maybe in the moment, it felt like okay. And as we were coming out of that, it felt like okay. These words are really weird. Right. Um, but I don't <laughs> know, I'm wondering if we're entering into kind of some of this perspective of our relationship with God, but maybe oh. we could do it in a healthier way, oh, which I would love. Interesting. Um, what does I that mean, look like? I don't know, but like, I mean, I texted one of our leaders the other day, a yeah. song, and I, I said to her, I was like, I need you to just like, what do you think about this song? Okay. And uh, she was totally into it. Yeah. And I was like, in my, in my heart, I'm like, this is what I, I mean, we're probably skipping ahead, Bobby, but like, this is okay. like what I want for our church is to experience yeah. like a deep intimacy with Jesus oh. in our music oh. and in, and I want it to be so heartfelt. Right. So we need those intimate songs. We need songs oh. that share just not surface level, but deeper feelings and right. thoughts and words. That's really interesting. It makes me think about like when I've thought about those really intimate expressions mm. of like human divine encounter, yeah. I have thought about it sort of in the history of the church. There are these um, saints who would be just enraptured with the divine, but it I hadn't really thought about the fact that it was just like sort of a cloistered life. It was like a a, a nun in a little yeah. cell off the side of a church. It wasn't something sung. These weren't poems necessarily. They know. became public later. Yeah, possibly. But, yeah. but when I think about reading like these really intimate encounters, yeah. It was just, a, you know, the person and their soul. It was just like, you know, uh, it's like Teresa in the interior castle. Yeah. She's traveling through into like closer and closer, more intimate spaces. Yeah. But it's very like me and Jesus. Yes. Um, I hadn't really thought about what it's like to take maybe the spirit of that kind of intimacy into a corporate setting. And how do you, how do you create language that is, mm, is, is embracing right. of everybody in the room right. rather than just a singular 
me and God. But well, this you... is interesting to me too, Kev, because it makes me think about, I mean, I'm married to somebody whose expression of spiritual things is very different. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. So that's, that's another interesting thing is like a, a community like Commons, like my language has been people kind of wash up on our shores from very different traditions. So, yeah. you know, we do have people who will like raise their hands mm-hmm. and you can you know, look around the room and be like, wow, you are into it. Like, totally. you were having a moment yeah. with yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and then other people who are like, you know, extreme reading a Kindle and not paying any attention <laughs> to yeah. to it. But you're hosting a space and yeah. your language of like, I hope that this is what I hope for for our church is really interesting. Like, what does that look like? in such a diverse community. Right, and that's the challenge. This is always a challenge as a worship leader. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you, like what are your metrics for it being a good worship experience? Ooh. Because like, like, <laughs> yeah, like what do you, like how do you, I mean the classic, for those of you in the like, in the, the that, that world of uh, uh, being on the stage and leading worship, like you often think about how many hands are raised and that's not a, a positive right. indication, right? right? So I think for our church, like how can that expression, how can we have somebody reading a Kindle and and right. raising their hand in the same row and it being like a meaningful experience? <laughs> right. Like maybe I mean, can- what's on their Kindle? <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell you. <laughs> um, how, how do we create a space where people express in different ways, but we're doing it together? Yeah. That's the thing. Right. Like, because there's, I, we don't all need to look the same. We don't, every, yeah. don't wanna, everybody in the rows need to raise their hands. But and how that, do you create that? That seems really genuine to me about how we talk about engaging the scriptures intellectually. Yeah. Is that, you know, our language is like, you don't, we don't have to all agree. No. I mean, the subtext is like, don't be a jerk to each other while we're all figuring this none of us stuff know out. It, so it can look really different for you up here while you're wondering about social issues or passages of scripture. Uh, but it's interesting to carry that through to our worship and our style and yeah. our yeah corporate experience of yes. singing together, right. which um, I mean, there's so many interesting things about singing together, even just the science about how good it is totally. for us in our bodies, um, totally. what it does for our moods and yeah. um, probably our, our nervous system, mm-hmm. uh, what it does for our ways of thinking about yeah. the divine, all of that. Um, where do we want to go with this? I'm going down a road. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I no. was like, what camera is on right now? <laughs> Should we check in with the chat? How is it going? Um, over there? I did see that somebody said, Bobby, you don't like dogs. And I mean, well, maybe I shouldn't have I'm that at like, I'm like a 20% once in a while. I might be like, oh, what a cute dog. Right. But I don't want one. You grew up with so many animals. I grew up on a farm, you guys. And. <laughs> Dogs did work. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else from the chat that I missed? Uh, that... No. Well, no. Yeah, good. People are having a good time, though. Good. People are having a great time in the chat today. I don't see any American flags. I don't see... I'm glad uh, we're staying away from the politics. <laughs> Kev, who's going to win the election? Don't no, say! I'm not... <laughs> don't say, Kev. I have no, I have no response to that. Uh, okay, so on Sunday, yeah. we... Uh, had a beautiful All Saints 
Mm. Prayer. Yes. Uh, these days in the liturgical calendar are my jam. I love them. I've already talked about Halloween. We wore hats last week. It was I am so sad I missed the thing. hats episode. But we'll... You watched it the next day, right? Yeah, because I, I was like... off that day, and then I watched <laughs> it, and I was like, oh, I missed this. <laughs> oh, that was ridiculous, but I still loved it. Uh, so I love, yeah, I love this this part of the church calendar yeah so scott wrote a beautiful all saints so nice. prayer it was gorgeous yeah. um he had this refrain that i loved i even typed it into the chat in the evening it was so good uh but we are this really interesting community in this way that we have um we are committed to the rhythms of the church season yeah. uh but we also sort of swing i don't know what the word is anymore is it contemporary worship style like what is the what is the non-90s word for that kev i don't know like i think i just think like it's a sort of like if you look at it creatively yes like modernizing that's not the word that i want to use for how to talk about this yeah. but like you know the the idea of taking something old and creating it new again yes right okay. how do we like update right, it right 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 yeah. so yeah so we we do sing hymns yeah. but we sing them in a style that uh, like your full band with yeah. electric guitar and exactly great drum kit yeah other cool beats yeah <laughs> yeah right so uh, so we have this incredible spectrum of experience. We yeah. mark Lent, we mark Advent, but we also mark these a little bit more obscure church season yeah. days, something like All Saints Day, yeah. uh, which, again, speaks to me. I, I realize as I get older that in times of struggle, I tend to reach for more liturgy or in times of uh, maybe... Maybe even if I'm not so conscious of it, if I'm sort of taking something apart, I tend to lean a little bit more on prayers like the Lord's Prayer or my prayer books. Um, but again, I, well, not again, but I was formed quite liturgically, having been a yeah. child in the Catholic Church. Yeah. So I'm really curious about where you come from and what you bring to our really, like, you know, full spectrum of worship here at Commons yeah. from liturgy, yeah. responsive readings, the Eucharist to mm. lights, film yeah. pieces, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. I love it because so. I think, like, okay, okay, so backing it up, um, like, I have a slightly similar story in that, that mm. the, 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 like, I grew up in a, in a Christian reformed church. Okay. And, um, Honestly, it was a it was a fantastic church growing up. And um, side note, they they did so much for me in in just blessing me with 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 the um, space as a very young person to like lead worship and stuff Aww. and let me make mistakes. How old were you when you were up front leading I don't know, worship? Like like. Like high school and stuff, okay. right? Oh, and, I love and, that. And I think With like a floppy hair, do you? Totally long hair. <laughs> Did um, you do like a lot of... Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a different time. <laughs> so, oh, I love that. So uh, they blessed me with that. And I always, I always, um, I felt when I went there, like such an, ex I was just exploring worship so much. Okay. And like um, how far you could go with it in different ways. And they very pretty liturgical mm. not like like probably different than your experience yes um but definitely um responsive readings and 
uh, prayers that you recite over and over again, following the church calendar. That's all standard stuff for me growing up. So that's super familiar to me. Mm -hmm. um, but I always felt like I just wanted to, like, th they felt like they, they felt like they could be meaningful, but they weren't meaningful. Okay. And, um, but it didn't mean that we shouldn't do them. But I was like, this doesn't. How did you have that sense, like, like you? felt like that's a really interesting phrase I felt like it could be meaningful but it didn't feel I mean I could say the same about yeah uh, growing up uh, in my little Catholic parish I think like yeah. I think it sh I think that's an interesting thing about liturgy is that it's shaping you even if you don't feel that into it like right. it's like seeping in in all these really interesting ways so that yeah. when when you kind of need it it's like you learn something by how you're body was or the way you were in relationships with people right. yeah um, which is really interesting but your phrase i find that phrase really interesting i think it's because it's but just you longed like, for something a bit more right was it spiritual yeah or communal i mean i think that there was this part of me i mean i like so many people i probably went through so many different phases where like i wanted to go like super pentecostal okay in response to yeah. that okay. like i want to like turn the other way yeah and i definitely like pushed into that yeah in high school and different times of my life but and i and i've so i've kind of feel like i've seen so many different expressions right but how can I, like i guess I, I just when it came to commons i was like well how can we just like bring some of these things together yeah but here's the beautiful part about it is Ooh, tell me kevin i just don't think i would have been able to i just don't think if it was just me creating the content, mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't have ended up like this. Mm -hmm. But since I get to work with people like you, mm -hmm. who have a very deep connection to some of these uh, liturgy pieces, it's been so much easier. Uh, well, you literally s spin your chair around and say, you know, uh, Bobby, can you write the yes, Eucharist? Uh, that Bobby, happens a you, lot. <laughs> can you write the uh, Advent prayers? Uh, do that uh, for years. Uh, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question, Which Bobby. I love. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but I think, but, but the thing is, is I left that in your hands and yeah. you just took it a certain way. Right. So I, I that feel is like, a lovely thing. You were never like, mm, can you change yeah. this? I was always like, this is how this will go, Kevin. Yes. And I'm like, great. I'll add the music. <laughs> Um, that's the thing. So like, as far as what our, what our, um, liturgy looks like and feels like, and sounds yeah, like right. that's been formed by a lot of different people that's and not true. just me. Right. But for me, I've been the one I think who's been like, okay, we're going to do that content, but I want to make sure that the transition into it is really good. The transition out of it is good. I want to make sure oh, the music is yeah. good. What is the visuals? How are we presenting it? Because you can have the best content in the world, uh, but if it's not communicated properly, right. no one's going to receive it. Sort it's, of a curated So experience. I felt like growing up, I was seeing this, this really good liturgy, but Ooh. it was not delivered in, in a way that maybe it could have been. And connected with you. So for personally. me, the way that I'm imagining is like, what if you just delivered it this way? Mm. And so then that's been the stuff that I'm passionate about. How do we take these really, uh, these pieces that are meaningful mm -hmm. from history, right. like the Lord's Prayer, for example. Right. And how do you just present it in a way that's more meaningful right. so that people want to engage with that? Yeah, and It has to be appealing. It. it has to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, oddly, the where I went in my mind was... Um, just even how we work on little cues, yeah. uh, you know, so you wrap up singing and then we are always, you know, if I'm jumping on the stage to do the worship element, yeah. like we're in sync about when to step it's up time, yeah. onto that stage so that yeah. the music is like kind of going down at the right moment. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's comforting to me because I feel like I'm 
I'm sort of carried in that moment yeah. and held. Uh, but it it also it's really interesting to to think about that that is what welcomes people into there's the distraction yeah we're just sort of the, the, like, it's kind of a, it's an interesting debate like i feel yeah. like people i've i've heard some people who don't want church to be so produced in that yes. way right and i totally respect that and from but for me it comes down to like like in those moments like mm -hmm. we're like like people are like letting their hearts out a bit yeah and i need to like hold that really gently oh kevin this right? is why i trust you <laughs> this is why i trust you <laughs> you have to hold it gently like i just don't want to mess this up for somebody right. someone is having you're hosting a, a legit moment with god yeah i cannot like i need to like recognize that as a real thing happening yeah how do we like create an atmosphere that doesn't just like kill that but right. that like actually like encourages that right, and right, leads right. them from one moment to the next in our service from yeah. a song to a prayer or something like even just like like a community life announcement you know? seriously how we're do you do that like, because it, we're still it, inviting you into something that is meaningful and you worth have your time. to and how do you close those moments for people and like right. like how do you invite Transition. them towards those moments right. like that that and same with so back to it like the lord's prayer and stuff how do you like usher those moments yes in a way that's really meaningful as right. opposed to just like delivering it right um which is why we need talented people like yourself to do that right yeah. like like and why we need a talented team yeah. to like help pull that off and why like our our theological background really matters like yeah. i in my previous community in vancouver i would write um kids moments and right. i was not a great children's youth minister but that was the job i had so i would write the heck out of these like five minute moments where kids would come forward in the service and i would do like a little sermon um, but i remember thinking like oh i put every bit of my mdiv into this moment like that that became a, a big value for me so all of our moments are you know, created by people who are digging into their theological education or have sort yeah. of like completed a big truckload of totally. theological yeah. education. We really value that, mm -hmm. that um, being informed that even those little, you know, little sentences like poems uh, read on your screens, it's totally. all really. And what I find so sad yeah. is like when you, when someone puts so much time <laughs> into something, yeah. but then it's, it's not well lit. Oh. You can't hear them, right? You know, or the the, the mic keeps cutting out. Right. Like those are things I care about, yeah. Because what all that work you've done is for nothing. Oh. If you can't hear it, <laughs> no, you can't hear if it. You can't, like so that's why, like, I think so much about that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, it's so good. That's really good. It's yeah. good that you think about that stuff. Um, so let's see. Uh, I mean. Interesting thing. Um, you had a question. Okay, you were working on a bit of a worship thought experiment yeah. uh, that we we didn't we didn't uh, talk through today yeah. when we were chatting. Yeah, earlier today, I told Bobby that I had this. Uh, I had a question around worship, Actually, or it was like a statement. Oh, statement. Statement question okay, that I bold. wanted to discuss. <laughs> and here's the thing to everybody watching: like, I don't have this fully fleshed out. This is great because I just I don't know. I don't know where, I just, so this is something that's been on my heart for so long. And I want to hear your input. I want to hear what you have to say. I, what if I want to just think about it? Then I'll reserve that right. You will reserve that right. <laughs> but I want to hear something. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So this is sort of my thoughts. I think so much about the songs we sing, <laughs> what songs we sing, right. the words we're using, all that kind of stuff. So my, something I've been like kind of thinking about so much is that the songs we sing matter mm -hmm. and the songs we sing don't matter at all. Oh! And, Kevin. And 
So, and, and maybe it's more about like which songs we sing. I don't know how to phrase it best, but this is just something that has been on my heart so much thinking about the songs and like how, in, in a sense, they matter so much. Like which songs, or like what their words are, what they sound like. And in a sense, they don't matter at all in those wow. moments. So what are your thoughts? Like, like, I did not see that coming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, okay. So what? Uh, we can break it down by why it matters. <laughs> yes. And then why it doesn't matter. Okay, okay. I like um, that. Yeah, Because yeah, I feel yeah. that's how I'm sort of thinking through okay, this. Okay, okay. Um, uh, and, and, and I sort of led to this question because of the time we spend, especially in the worship community, thinking about like what songs we're yeah, singing. Yeah, okay, okay. And, uh, or when I hear feedback about people not liking a song or people liking a yeah. song. These are like sort of my thoughts that come through my head. Okay. So like, why do the songs we sing matter? Okay, this is Is good. our first part. This is good. Okay. Well. And this one's almost a little easier. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. I, I mean, words matter. That's just it. Words matter, yeah. and they shape our imagination. We use imagination language a lot, and I think it's beautiful and really helpful. Um, and so on, and words, words can, yeah, yeah. So, and and like poetry, literature, expression, it really matters. Um, yeah. It opens space for you. Yeah. It uh, and yeah, it expands your imagination for the divine. It expands your imagination for prayer, mm-hmm. um, for worship, for posture mm-hmm. in the world. So. Uh, so I, I spent a lot of time and money on my theological education. Words are a huge part of that. Yes. Uh, so it to get matters. It right. yeah. I think there's a tradition piece there, you know, uh, can you say your phrase again? Um, what, like why the songs we sing matter yeah. and why they don't matter. The songs we sing yeah. matter and why they don't matter. Yeah. But, but uh, like yeah. so much about lyrics, so much about like, lyrics. lyrics are. It's like the content. It's, it's the, the content. Yeah, yeah. It's like the nuts and bolts or the building totally. blocks of the yeah. thing. Uh, and I think the songs they have to like, like at a basic level, have to have the theme of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, and the, and the theme of like, like you know, if it doesn't have that, then yeah, then like that's what makes it matter. Right. So there, that that has to be in there, right. a Christ center. Um, I think about kids too. Yeah. Um, and how much music in our liturgy has the potential to kind of, you know, seep in and shape who they are being formed to be. Millie is obsessed with music. Yeah. Like my daughter. And she, she just like, like, all she wants to do is like listen to songs and right. and like dance and stuff. Well, at dinner tonight, you put up a little story and you said, do you want to have, oh, listed. Yeah, that's right. Uh, do you want to have a dance party? And she was like so excited. She knew exactly what that meant. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And I think um, I, again, back to kind of where we come from and how it yeah. shapes us when we're younger. Like I didn't know what was shaping me in my little Catholic parish, mm-hmm. but there's a song, a chorus that is sung um, at all kinds of Catholic um, okay, so masses. we haven't sung it here. We would not be oh, okay, singing it okay. here. But it is a song uh, that is sung at funerals and on Sunday in Mass. Um, and in our little parish in Gerald, Saskatchewan, it was sung all the time. And it, um, the, the words go, um, be not afraid. I go before you always. Come follow me and I will give you rest. And when I have been in like whew, difficult places, loss, that 
is where I go. Like, it is one of the first songs that returns to me and sort of carries me through. And, you know, who sung it was like, you know, my um, my cousin's uncle and my hairdresser. You know, these are the people, my neighbors who yeah. led that song. Did it sound great every Sunday? Yeah. No, but that song still meets me you know, in really interesting and surprising places. I, I wasn't even a good Catholic kid. Like, don't don't go thinking I was like front row anything. We were like back row, you know, <laughs> like the loud kids no. probably. <laughs> is, uh, I, I love that story but. because like, I think that when people come to church, they want that familiarity mm -hmm. because they want to go back to an experience they had before. Maybe. And it's so often I like people are like, Hey, like, I, I, can you sing that old, right. whatever. Right. And I think they want that because there was this one time right. they had this moment with God. Right. And, and, and so if we repeat that song, like maybe it can take those emotions again. I don't feelings. ever want to sing this song here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm never asking you no, to do that. No, this is just what kind of like hits me when you say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's interesting. Yeah. People are so desiring those moments. Because songs do. are stories. Songs there is, are there stories. Is, there is a... And they have all these layers of emotion, yes. nostalgia, like you yes. said. But then also there's hurt too. So some of the language oh. we use might bring up some hurt for people. Okay, so let's go to the next part. Okay, so why they don't matter. Why they don't matter at all, didn't you say? Yeah, like, <laughs> why song, like what songs we sing just do not matter. Oh, is, I just like is, to emphasize this that. This is so interesting. <laughs> this is interesting because we, we, we are people who very much um, get to personally choose everything about our lives. Like we, you choose yes. what color phone you have, which MacBook yeah. you're gonna have, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> what, what house you live in, what city you live in. Like so many we are all about personal choice. Yeah. Um, so we want that from our worship experience. We are, yeah. we are consumers. We yes. consume the thing. Yeah. So I want the songs to be the ones I like. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, that kind of like, I'm entitled to yes. this. This is yes. like my church experience. Exactly. So I like what your phrase is doing to that. It's yes. sort of like, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> We care about what where the community is at and how totally. they're engaging. And we take feedback like really we seriously. We really, really, yeah. <laughs> we really take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think I, some of the language I know Jeremy has certainly used is that if you feel like you can't sing the, the song, let the people sing it for you. And maybe that's coming from a bit of a different emotional place. But I mean, I've talked publicly from the stage about my own issues with some of the language. Of, you and I have talked about a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. I could talk about it all the time with you. Yes. <laughs> well, we have talked about it a lot. <laughs> Bad Which is why I'm that. asking you this question. No. Yeah. But... The point of me standing with the songs that we sing, um, you know, there might be metaphors that are just old for me. I don't care for them. Um, mm -hmm. I don't don't prefer a male pronoun for the yeah. divine. I don't use it. Um, it's not my jam. But all our songs have them. Yeah. <laughs> so I change it in my head and with my mouth. <laughs> and we wear masks now, so nobody can be like, well, what song <laughs> is she singing? <laughs> Because there's other people do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's also a part of me that's like, 
doesn't matter, Bobby. Doesn't really yeah. matter. You sing this with your people, with your community. Um, yeah. These metaphors matter to other people. They matter to our tradition. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not ever saying because I'm not really down with a metaphor. Other people should get rid of it too. But it's this. It's this cycle because mm-hmm. we talk like this, and then we go back to oh, the songs we sing matter. Yeah, that's why it's an and. Yeah. That's why it's both. Yeah. Because you can't start talking about one without right. recognizing the other. Totally. That Yeah. yeah. We just it swung just back into back. it. But on, like on the don't matter, like I yeah. think, so like my goal for our church, and I think what brings us to a maturity in worship is that no matter what is what songs we're singing, mm-hmm. no matter what distractions are in the room right now, mm-hmm. we're embracing those distractions, we're embracing the moment, mm-hmm. and we're choosing to spend a moment with God mm-hmm. in that moment, no matter what's being sung. Right. Like I just think about, and I do think this is what separates our church from some other churches. Okay. We are only seven years old. Yeah. There is a worship maturity uh, that is just that takes a lot of time. Interesting. And it is so incredible to me how far we've come. Yeah. Like I could talk so long about the fact of like where we were in sort of our participation in worship mm. and what worship looked like huh. from there to now. Interesting. And I and because we're building this culture of worship uh. in our church. And that's what's important to me. And that's why to a degree the songs don't matter because I just right. I just want people to choose like make a de- you have a decision yeah. in that moment to engage not with the song huh. but engage your heart right. with the people around you right. with God in those right, moments. Right, right. So how do you how do you create a culture that encourages right. people to participate regardless of the song? So interesting. That's the tough question. While still caring, you know, about the theology of the song. Exactly. That, that we, and we've talked about that as a team. Like, we don't want to preach something that sounds nothing like the songs we sing earlier in the service. Like, exactly. that's such a right. sort of strange disconnect. Like, yeah. what a, w- w- we don't want to sort of like trouble, <laughs> yeah. trouble the water so much for people. Like, whoa, how disorienting yeah. would that be? Mm-hmm. But I really uh, so so that so I want us to push for um, theologically robust, expansive, creative music. Yeah. But I really I you know appreciate the invitation to maturity it in terms of uh, maybe the song isn't your favorite, but it's likely somebody's. And yeah. what does it mean? And I did have like I was thinking about an experience I had quite a while ago when a song sort of caught me off guard we were singing and i was like i'm not into this song (laughs) and then i found myself singing it for somebody not in the room at all that i was really i was like "Ooh, they're going through a time and all of a sudden the lyrics really took on a very different meaning interesting and i was like it was one of those times i was in the front needed to step onto the stage and i thought can i like of course i can (laughs) <laughs> but the, the thought was like, oh, that song became a song for um, the heartbreak of a situation I was holding with me. I didn't even realize how close to the surface it was for me until the song sort of allowed it and welcomed it. Right. And it wasn't a song for me. It was a song that I needed to sing with my own voice, mm-hmm. with the community for a situation I carried. Um, and isn't that fascinating how that's like that can happen? Totally. Like that. That. It's just like the scriptures. Like you don't know what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. And it's how living. It, it's living. It's like yeah. a living moment. Yeah. You know? And I think that can happen at concerts. I think it can yeah. happen all over the place. And I think in church, we get this incredible opportunity to have that moment regularly. Right. And 
you come into church and you feel different than the week before. Like yeah. you don't always like, have the same totally. experience. Yeah. But I think that there is, we must be able to hold each other up in those moments. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Nice, Kevin. Well, that is I, lovely. I appreciate your thoughts. <laughs> I'm going to keep thinking about it. I really like that phrase. I'm going to write yeah. it down and just kind of keep thinking about it. It's great. Yeah. So we're wrapping up. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. talk shows the late night talk the show. Late night talk show. I mean, I we can know. Keep I like Amber. that <laughs> your mom popped into the chat, which is wow. lovely. Thanks, mom. Oh, Audrey, thank you. <laughs> that's lovely. Uh, so I like to end with gratitude. Okay, cool. So what are you feeling grateful for as we wrap up? Anything? Anything. Oh. It's just a free-for-all. Gratitude. Fantastic. Uh, Extravaganza. <laughs> we, 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 just, we just bought a house, um, Alyssa and I, and I feel so thankful ah. for that. The timing is incredible, and yeah. we're just so excited for our family. This so is I feel great. So thankful. Going into the winter months, you know how I feel about snow. <laughs> That we get to just like do um, something new in life, yeah. like this, especially during like COVID. <laughs> it's just like this amazing, like so many of us are talking about, like what are we looking forward to in life right now? Yeah. And like, I feel just so, I feel so lucky yeah. that, that we get to kind of take yeah. this step as a family. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this um, after party's really been about these kinds of transitions because I also bought a house. Jonathan and I bought a house during and we've talked party, about yeah. it during after party. <laughs> you guys have bought a house. We're talking about it during after party. It's yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I love that. I love it. How about yourself? Um, I am feeling thankful for the sun and the moon. <laughs> and as, Let's I, expand. <laughs> as I drove up tonight, you know, I could see the moon. It was huge. And it was like just coming through a cloud, a dark cloud. And I thought the sun rises and the moon circles the earth. And we don't know what politics will serve up for us. But we live in this cosmic space where the sun rises and sets and I love and, that I want to go back to liturgy um, <laughs> talking about that but I'm going to hold it yeah. so I feel grateful That's for cool. the celestial bodies I did notice the moon, the moon last night like coming oh, home man. and it was just so bright and I thought it was like a street light yeah so like I definitely noticed that too so great yeah that's great. It's a good reminder. Kevin, thank you so much for joining After Party. We'll do this again. This I is think, great. I think the people had a good time. I think the people had a great time in the chat. <laughs> and I see, I see my brother Michael is talking about closing oh. off with some lecturing coverage. <laughs> oh um, not going to do that. <laughs> I know. But I'm like reaching for my phone right now. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> And Alyssa's is talking great. about Disneyland 2021. I hope, I hope so. Oh, I know. I, I really can't. hope so. I know. You guys and Millie at Disneyland. Yeah. <gasps> oh, thanks everyone for jumping blast. in and being a part of the live chat and welcoming Kevin to After Party. Yeah. It's thanks, been Bobby. a treat. This thanks, has been Kevin. awesome. So this fun. is super awesome. Okay, now we got to turn this off. Yeah, press that off. Everybody. See you later, everybody. <laughs> You're done. And the record button. Uh, stop. <laughs>